0: Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery, and I am your host. Uh, Jeremiah will be joining us in two days, so uh, but I am here. I'm reading for you, and uh, we are on episode twelve point four today, and we're reading in uh, chapter fifteen of Luke. I want to go back to yesterday. Uh, I was a little distracted, so I apologize. Uh, Just so many things going on in my head and making lists, and like everybody else, it's just a crazy time of the year, so uh, I apologize if I seemed a little bit uh, unfocused, but I am focused today, I am on top of it, and we are going to read and uh, get right into it. Um, I did look back at the overview real quick, and it was saying that today's reading of chapter 15 is about the value of the individual seeking the lost, and um, sometimes it gives you a little... Um, saying in there, and it says, you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. I thought that's kind of an interesting little saying there. So, all right, well, let's open up in prayer, and then we will uh, dive right into chapter uh, 15. (sighs) Heavenly, holy, holy God, we are so grateful and thankful for you. We lift you up, and we praise your holy name. We're so in awe of you and everything that you do. Uh, Lord, I just ask you to, uh, uh, oh, actually, let me back up and say I'm so thankful for uh, the gift of your son, Jesus. I am so thankful for him coming to this earth in a humble manger, into a stable. Uh, I'm so thankful that he put his life out there for me and for you and for everybody out there. Lord, I just thank you for his uh, sacrifice and the blood that covers all of our sins. Uh, thank you for loving us so much. Uh, Lord, I ask you to put a covering over this moment in time, empty us of ourselves, empty us of the world, and help us to fill it uh, with you. So Lord, we just ask you to uh, just bless us, watch over us, and um, I ask you to bless all those people that are out there listening and uh Just so thankful that they're here in this moment in time. So, uh, watch over us. Give us a calm spirit as we are diving into your word so that we can understand it wholly and completely. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's, uh, excuse me, let's start with. uh, Episode 12.4, chapter 15. I need my readers. The Parable of the Lost Sheep. Tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made the Pharisees and teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with such sinful people, even eating with them. So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep, and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it out home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God, than over ninety-nine others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. Parable of the Lost Coin Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the entire house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she will call in her friends and neighbors and say, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost coin. In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. Parable of the Lost Son To illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want my share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, his this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money in wild living. About that time, his money ran out, A great about the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry Hungry, that even the pods he was feeding, the pigs, looked good to him, but no one gave him anything. When he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, At home, even the hired servants have enough food to spare, and here I am dying of hunger. I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant. So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming, filled with love and compassion. He ran. I'm sorry. So he returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to his servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet, and kill the calf we have fattened. We must celebrate with a feast, for this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Meanwhile, the older son was in the fields working. When he returned home, he heard music and dancing in the house, and he asked one of the servants what was going on. "Your brother is back," he was told. And your, I'm sorry, your brother is back," he was told. And your father has killed the fattened calf. We are celebrating because of his safe return. The older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied all these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father said to him, look, dear son, you have always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day, for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he is found. All right, so we will go back to the beginning where we're talking about, this is one of my favorite um, parables. Uh, I even put a little dog ear on my Bible right there. I don't know if you can see it, but but 15.4. Uh, so the tax collectors uh, and other notorious sinners uh, come to listen to Jesus. The Pharisees and the teachers of religious law complain uh, that he was associated with such sinful people. And Jesus tells this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 in the wilderness and go to search for the one? Of course he will, which is what God does. God will search even for just one and when he was found he will joyfully carry him home on his shoulders Uh, in the same way there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to god than over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away excuse me and then the same thing with the uh, parable of the lost coin you know she searches she searches she can't find the one lost coin when she does she finds that she will call in her friends and neighbors and say, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost coin. In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. So, it just takes one, you know. Uh, that's the way I feel about this podcast. I'm just happy if one person's say because I got one person to listen. So, uh, not that I think that I'm God or Jesus or anything like that. They're not. I'm not saying that. Um, I'm just saying, it's just, it's, uh, it's joyful. It's a it's a celebration, and then of course we all know the uh, the parable of the lost son, or the um, oh my gosh I can't remember what they call it. Oh well. Anyway, uh, so the parable of the lost son. Um, uh, so he wants all of his money, and he wants all of his inheritance. Sorry about that. Dogs are barking. Craziness going on downstairs. So, uh, prodigal. The prodigal son. There it is. It just takes a second. Craziness going on up here. Uh, so, the, uh, the son, younger son wants his half of uh, his inheritance and then he goes and he squanders it all and then there's a big famine and then he realizes, hey, wait, I can go home. You know, and that's hard to do. That's hard to swallow your pride. How many people are out there who don't go home, you know, who don't think that they can do that? Uh, and, you know, it, it takes a lot of humility to be able to do that, to come home.
1: Uh, and
0: we and any of us, you know, how, many, how hard was it when, it when you finally turned your life over to Jesus? You know, how hard was that to to swallow your pride and say, Man, I'm really messed up You know. How many times do we have we had to do that? So he says that I have sinned against both heaven and you and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. Please take me on as a hired servant and the fathers are so excited, you know, that his son is back, that he wasn't dead somewhere in a ditch. He was just excited that he came back. And of course he wants to give him a robe and a ring on his finger and the fattened calf. And then the older brother comes in from the field he's, he's mad you know he's like wait a minute you know I've been working my fingers to the bone for you you know and uh so he has a sinful nature that also needs to get fixed um and he even says it to his father he's like you know I worked for you and I worked for you and I, you never even gave me just a, even a goat for a feast with my friends uh but yet when your son comes back after he's been squandering his money, um, here you give him the fat and calf. And then the dad says, look, dear son, you have always stayed with by me and everything I have is yours. And I think God feels like that about people who have always been on the right path. And there are people out there who have, they're not sinless, but they have been on the right path. Um, we had to celebrate this happy day for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. And I put a little note in here. What's the rest of the story? Uh, there's there's more to it, but Jesus doesn't tell us about it. But there's got to be, you know, repentance from the younger, the older brother. Um, and the, the, the father says, you know, you've always been with me and you have half of everything that I've got. So he already has his inheritance. He's set and, you know, taken care of. So what's he complaining about? What's the difference? You know, he's got his inheritance now does the younger son get more inheritance i don't know is that his punishment that he doesn't get any more and he's got to work you know doubly to get back to where he was i don't know but that's the rest of the story so all right well that's it for today uh again uh really um good stuff these are really good parables that jesus is teaching from and uh tomorrow we will be doing 16 uh And you can't serve two masters, apparently. That's part of what tomorrow's about. So Uh, anyway, all right. Well, uh, so uh, we're at uh, the moment where, as always, I give you the opportunity to uh, accept uh, Jesus into your heart. If you haven't made a decision for Jesus, if you haven't uh, chosen him as your Lord and Savior, then this is your moment. Just like what the uh, prodigal son says, you know, I've sinned against you. I'm not worthy, but please forgive me. That's basically what you're going to say here. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said that prayer for the first time, yay, and uh, congratulations. Uh, write it in your Bible, the date that uh, you decided to become a follower of Christ, and uh, tell somebody, uh, celebrate just like they did. Get a, I don't suggest getting a fattened calf, but, uh, you know, do, <laughs> get something. Uh, go get some Olive Garden. Uh, but anyway, uh, mark it in your calendar. Go join a church. Find a church that you will feel comfortable in. Find a pastor that you can ask questions. Uh, get involved with the ministry and uh, do some volunteer work. Uh, there's just so much, so much to be done. Uh, uh, you know the, what do they say? What was that? Uh, verse. Uh, The. The, fields are full, but the workers are little or whatever. Fields are full. We're ready to be reaped and there's plenty of people out there who need to hear about jesus so so that's it for today uh thank you again for uh taking the time out of your day to join me and uh tomorrow we will be back again uh same bad time which i don't have a bad time but i will uh, eventually get onto a schedule here so but uh, thank you again and i pray blessings over you have a great day great night great morning we'll see you tomorrow